NPR. This is the Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Darian Woods. I'm Waylon Wong, and it's time for another installment of the Indicator Quiz. I love a good quiz. Trivia time is the best time. And as always, the questions in the quiz are based on economic ideas we've touched on in previous episodes of the Indicator. Everybody can play along, but there can only be one person to play the quiz with us. So let's bring out our contestant. Hi, everybody. I'm Koei Waitaka from Arlington, Virginia. So good to have you. Hey. Hello. Welcome, welcome. So, Koei, what do you do in Arlington? I am a software engineer at a think tank. Oh, I didn't know think tanks had software engineers. Yeah, I actually work on the operation side, so I'm not like one of the thinkers at the think tank. Um, I hope there's some <laughs> thinking going on. <laughs> <laughs> the thinkers think, and sometimes they need someone to help them write applications and things like that, and that's what I do. Well, thank you for coming on the Indicator Quiz. Today's quiz is just one topic. It's the banking system and it's rough past couple of months. How do you think you're going to do, Koei? I've been keeping up to date, but I'm afraid I'm just going to forget everything I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to find out right after the break. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Babson College. Discover Babson College's Master of Science in Management and Entrepreneurial Leadership Program, an intensive nine-month journey that equips recent college graduates with practical skills for today's dynamic business landscape. Tackle real-world challenges and emerge with a problem-solving mindset. Whether you choose to start your own business or innovate within a corporation, a master's from Babson will help launch your career forward. Apply today at babson.edu slash msleader. Support for NPR and the following message come from Fisher Investments. SVP Judy Abrams shares how their fiduciary duty comes to life while helping clients plan for retirement. As a fiduciary, we must make decisions in our clients' best interest. So we work with them in consultation to be on a glide path so when they want the option to retire, that portfolio is still going to keep working for them at this stage of life. Learn more at FisherInvestments.com. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. Okay, it's the Indicator Quiz, and I've got our contestant, Koei, with us. Hello again. Hey. And Darian here is going to be your partner, just in case you need a little help or encouragement. Thank you, Darian. Yep. Um, I don't know if there's any warm-up exercises I should do, but... Uh, do some jumping jacks. I'm feeling limber. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number one. The recent turmoil in the banking industry started in March when Silicon Valley Bank failed and the level of uninsured deposits was a factor. So the government explicitly insures bank deposits up to $250,000. But customers of SVB had a lot more than that in their accounts. So the question is, what, approximately, was the share of Silicon Valley Bank's uninsured domestic deposits? Was it 99%, 94%, 70%, 70%, 50%? Okay. It's not 50%. I know that much. So 
I'm going to go with 70%, but Darian, what do you think? Well, what would I say? <laughs> think through just how wealthy these companies were and these startups. Okay. Then I'm going to go with 99%. Maybe we overcorrected. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. So the answer is 94%. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was a rough one. But you were definitely on the right track. Yeah. So yeah. the answer was 94%, which is very unusual. At the average bank, roughly half of its domestic deposits are uninsured. Oh, man. Okay. This is a warm-up. For sure. For sure. All right. Here's the next question. After SVB failed, another bank collapsed just two days later. So what was the name of that bank? Was it... First Republic Bank, Credit Suisse, Silvergate Bank, or Signature Bank? I knew this was going to be a question. <laughs> I know it's Signature and First Republic, but of course now I'm not sure of the order. I'm going to go with Signature, though. Goodness. Yes. Okay. Yes. The answer is New York-based Signature Bank. It was taken over by the government on March 12th. So your okay. memory is rock solid. Wonderful. All right. The next question is fill in the blank. In its takeover of SVB and Signature, the government announced that depositors at those banks would be completely protected, including their uninsured deposits. And this raised some concerns that banks and depositors could take more risks in the future because they're being shielded from the full consequences. In economics, this is called a problem of blank. Oh, my goodness. I fully understand the question, and I'm just not recalling the term. Darian, I'm going to... I'll give you a clue. Sounds almost religious or ethical <laughs> in, in how you might describe it. It's got two words. Morale is not one of those words, is it? Keep thinking. Mo- keep, keep those gears. Of, keep those gears moving. I don't. I don't know why I want to say of the commons, but I know that's not. Oh, you're so close. You're so close. I can't. I can't remember it. <laughs> well, you might have come up with a new phrase: morality of the commons. <laughs> The answer is moral hazard. Moral hazard. No. Moral hazard, yeah. Oh so goodness. that's a classic piece of Econ 101 jargon. Although I really like morality of the commons. <laughs> I think that should be entered into the lexicon immediately. <laughs> All right, Waylon and I are going to switch roles. So I'll ask the questions. Waylon will be your partner. Are you ready? I'm ready. This year, three banks have failed and were taken over by the U.S. government. In 2008, during the Great Recession, there were 25 bank failures, and that included Washington Mutual Bank, the largest bank failure in U.S. history. So, true or false, the assets of those three failed banks totaled more than the assets of those 25 in 2008. True. Correct. The answer is true. And even after being adjusted for inflation, this year's bank failures by total assets were bigger. Yep. I'm sounding pretty chipper, but it, it does not seem like good news. <laughs> no, bigger, it's not. not better in this case. <laughs> bigger, not better. <laughs> All right. Next question. In a recent report, the Federal Reserve examined the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and its role as primary regulator. This report lists four key takeaways. 
What is not one of the takeaways of this report? So I'm going to list four things, and one is incorrect. First, as SVB grew, the Fed didn't fully understand the bank's vulnerabilities. Second, the bank's management failed to manage its risks. Third, conflicts of interest between the bank and the Fed slowed potential fixes. And fourth, Fed supervisors didn't get the bank to fix its problems quickly enough. Okay, so definitely number four. So the Fed supervisors didn't get the bank to fix its problems quickly enough. I recall that specifically being mentioned by the interviewee that you had. I'm going to say it's number three, the conflict of interest ones. I don't recall that being mentioned, and I'm hoping that's right. Yes! You are such a good listener. (laughs) Last question. The Federal Reserve, like we've said on the show, is the lender of last resort for banks. We recently did an episode on what's sometimes called the lender of second to last resort. What is it? The Office of the Controller of the Currency? The World Bank? The Federal Home Loan Bank System? Or the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation? It was just like a word salad we just threw at you. Yeah. Just so many words. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me that it would be the FDIC because they would come in after a bank has failed. The federal home loan bank system sounds made up, but but I think that's actually the one. I'm going to go with it. Oh, my God. Yes. Yay. So terrifying. <laughs> The correct answer is the federal home loan bank system. All the major banks that have collapsed this year borrowed billions of dollars from it. And that is it for Indicator Quiz. So for playing, we are going to send you a pair of NPR socks. Yes! Thank you so much, Koei of Arlington, Virginia. It was such a pleasure having you on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. It was nice meeting you both. This show was produced by senior producer Viet Le with engineering from Catherine Silva. It was fact-checked by Dylan Sloan and Sarah Juarez. Keegan Cannon edits the show, and The Indicator is a production of NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. All that sitting and swiping, your body is adapting to your technology. Learn how and what you can do about it. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. Once I started realizing what a difference these little bricks were making, there's no turning back for me. Take NPR's Body Electric Challenge. Listen to the series wherever you get your podcasts.